Welcome to day 113 of the story that changes everything. Our readings for today are 2 Kings chapters 18 through 20. Here's some thoughts to guide your reading for today. Chapters 18 through 20 tell the story of the Judean king Hezekiah. He was the 13th king of Judah after Solomon, and he reigned from approximately 716 to 687 BC. Although Babylon was the conqueror that brought Judah's tenure as a nation to an end, in Hezekiah's time, it's the Assyrian armies, fresh from the defeat of the northern tribes in 722, that advanced to the gates of Jerusalem and harassed the city with words and with weapons. The threat of Assyria in the region would last for a century until they were overrun by Babylon in 612. A number of scholars think it may have been during the reign of Hezekiah that pieces of what became the Old Testament began to be woven together. Proverbs 25.1 introduces the sayings that follow with, These are the other Proverbs of Solomon that the officials of King Hezekiah of Judah copied. This verse in Proverbs may point to a time when, after the defeat of Israel or Ephraim, a concerted effort was made to begin to preserve Israel's life and legacy through the remaining tribe of Judah. Another interesting thing about our chapters for today, 2 Kings 18-20, through that they appear almost in the exact same form in Isaiah chapters 36 through 39. Chapter 18 of 2 Kings describes the goodness of Hezekiah's reign from the perspective of the Deutero-historian. Hezekiah was a religious reformer who elevated and centralized worship in Jerusalem and even tore down the high places that so many of his predecessors had kept. The text says that he even destroyed the bronze serpent of Moses that had apparently become an object of worship and not just remembrance. Initially, facing the threat of Assyria and King Sennacherib, Hezekiah pays the high price of tribute demanded by the Assyrian king, but it doesn't end up satisfying the Assyrians, and so the field commander comes and taunts and threatens the Judeans with some of the best trash-talking in the Bible. The constant refrain from the field commander is, who do the Judeans trust? He mocks a potential alliance with Egypt. He raises questions about Hezekiah tearing down the high places. He ridicules the size of the Judean army. He even tries to claim that Yahweh is on his side. But his big mistake was when he started to question whether or not Yahweh could even save the Judeans. He'll likely be just like all the other gods, the field commander says, that the Assyrians have conquered and collected along the way to Judah. In chapter 19, Hezekiah sends a message to the prophet Isaiah looking for guidance. Isaiah's response is to not fear because God has heard the taunts of Sennacherib and is going to rescue Judah. One of my favorite moments in Kings is when Hezekiah goes to the temple and lays out the letter from the prophet and then lays out his fears and even himself before the Lord. It's this moment of great honesty and great prayer and a great moment of trust on Hezekiah's part. Sure enough, tensions from other places, rumors circulating in the land, and even some divine intervention caused the Assyrians to get up and go home, and the Judeans never even have to fight. It's Sennacherib who ends up dying at the hands of his own sons. In chapter 20, Hezekiah gets a deathly infection and is going to die. But again, his prayers make a difference, and God grants him 15 additional years of life. The chapter ends with ominous words about Babylon and how they will ultimately impact Judah's future. Assyria is the immediate threat, 
but it's the nation growing in the background that will be the primary concern for Hezekiah's ancestors. Eventually, Hezekiah dies and his death is announced with the standard kingly formula. But notice here, Hezekiah's tunnel is mentioned. Hezekiah's famous tunnel is a tunnel which brings water into the city. It still exists about 150 feet below the street level, and tourists going to Jerusalem still can walk through it from one end to the other, and it's a popular thing to do when you're visiting Jerusalem. These texts describe Hezekiah as the best king of Judah since David. It's not because he led the people during a time of peace and prosperity, quite the opposite. His entire tenure was fraught with threats and taunts from the Assyrians. But Hezekiah is honored and cared for by God because of his faith, fidelity, and his prayerful trust. In Isaiah, the prophet announces that Hezekiah will do something that his father Ahaz failed to do. Hezekiah will lead the people in a way that reminds them that God is with us. That may be both the highest calling and the greatest compliment of leadership. So pay close attention to the chapters for today. Journal your thoughts, prayers, and questions. And ignore the taunts at the wall and listen to the words of faith from the prophet. Our readings for tomorrow are 2 Kings chapters 21 and 22 and Psalm 48. I'll talk to you tomorrow.